Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com slash owners. That's a7fl.com slash owners. Get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town. This is the... uh... (laughs) Lee Woodall, and for you, Chris Vera, the Randy White 54th edition nice. of the other side of the ball. Yes, going a little bit of answer, giving you some little history. Appreciate that. No problem. As you know, we are going to war this weekend, as you know. Yes, big, we are. Big, big matchup. So it's uh, me and Chris again, um, as the rest of our panel is <laughs> they don't on like us. assignment <laughs> again. So it's uh, me and Chris gazing. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I I can't complain. Uh, excited. A uh, lot of great matchups in sports going on. Baseball playoffs, of course. Our team's doing battle yet again. Uh, actually, this is the tiebreaker, I think it is, in regular season matchups. So somebody will have the advantage in this series after Sunday night. Interesting. But I didn't know that. But yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we have guests galore. We have two in studio and one um, on location. Anagar, 702-608-3259. If you want to call in and chat with us, once again, the number is 702-608-3259, live on the Vegas Mean Hive Network. Uh, I was wondering, when you when you do that sometimes, I look at you and I'm like, how does he remember that? And I forget, yeah, it's up on the it's screen. It's up on the yeah, screen. I'm being a dumbass. Even though I could write it down, mm-hmm. but, you know, since it's right, right there. Right there. Right there for our viewing pleasure. Why, why not just go for it? But see, I'm cut into staring into your eyes rather than looking yeah, at the we, screen. We, so. You and I have been doing a lot of star, <laughs> stargazing lately when it's just been you and I. And that's happened quite a bit lately. Yeah. Um, so. But nonetheless, like I said, we do have uh, three guests in two on the studio. We are exactly 59 days away from the start of the fall. Yesterday was that's, the third. And yeah. of course, we're, 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 58, day, we're 58 days <clears throat> away from the start of fall, so uh, a lot of things coming into shape. Rosters got to be due soon, since that is your expertise. So, when is the deadline for final rosters due? For that matter, for 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 that matter, for 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 those that are watching us for the first time, mm-hmm. and you being the division manager, um, what is the cutoff or what is the last date that rosters have to be finalized to um to start the season? Well, we are. You know, Kelly and I have been talking about this, and the thing that I want to do is try to get us um, rosters kind of finalized because, as you know, rosters aren't totally finalized until you play that first game. Okay. So once you play that first game, there is no movement. Okay. So um, realistically, we're trying to get rosters due in roughly about the uh, 1st of November. Okay. So that way we kind of understand where each team is. And then once we have those rosters, we'll go from there. <clears throat> and then that first game, no movement. We're not going to be doing anything after that. Um, what we're trying to do is, you know, we we understand the fact that there's a bug in here. <laughs> we understand the fact that um, these coaches have gone out and, you know, they have Heavily really recruited. recruited. So, you know, it only would make it right that, you know, if you've got a guy on your team, man, that's where he's playing for the season. So um, no in-season trades or if no. you're released, you can't go to another team? No. Okay. No. Well, you know. In, so stay where inqu- you're at. Inquiring minds that, you know, are watching, they might want to know. So we're just trying to give you all the nooks and crannies and details and, you know, the rules per se. Yeah, everything that we can. Because, I mean, I want, um, just like everybody else, when we're talking about people for uh, Las Vegas, 
we want everybody ready to play on that first game. Okay, Mo, are you serious? You really trying to play? You 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 serious about this, Mo? Mo, uh, a friend of mine that I used to work with is uh, watching, and he's he, he just said I've been trying to get signed up. So I'm asking him, is, is he really serious about playing? Well, you know what? If he's serious about playing, uh, oh, he said dead ass. Oh, okay. So that tells you right there. Okay, well. Go okay. If you're still in here, Mo, go to the website that uh, Mama Blaze just put on in the chat and go sign up. So again, for those that are really serious about playing, it is in the chat. Thanks to Mama Blaze, um, go to that website <laughs> and sign up. So I, I'm just. And here's the thing: once you're signed up, it doesn't mean you can sign up as a free agent, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to sign up under a team. So Mo, sign up as a free agent. Make yourself a free agent, and then we can get um, we can get you on a squad. That's not a problem. So just remember that. There you have it from the words of the division manager, one Chris Vera. So there you go. So again, like we said, we're counting down to the fall, which again happens in 58 days on December the 3rd, which it'll be here sooner than you think. And uh, more than anything... When Sky is playing, you actually get to be in the booth with us. So that's pretty Dude, doggone. Ex- that's doggone exciting. I'm excited for me. about that, man. I can't wait. I, I, I'm I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking two or three things ahead, and I'm like, can't wait to do this. All right, so we are ready. Okay. Can y'all hear? Me? Yeah, we, we can got hear you. you. We got you. How are you? Look at hey. you on TV and all. Well, I'm Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't know who this is, this is Miss Danielle, who was a very big part of the fantastic weekend that was in Bullhead City back in July. So, Miss Danielle, please uh, tell us what exactly, well, I guess you could say this is like a two-part question. One, um, explain how you um, got involved in football and what exactly that you do. Okay, Um. well, technically, I got involved in Little League Um cheer coaching and then it just went from little league cheer coaching to oh well you might for the semi-pro team to play i'm like oh here we go okay so i'll mind the gate then it went to okay um miss danielle do you know how to fix this or can you screw this screw with the semi-pro players and then the last three years i was like look there's too much talent sit on the field let me try something else let me try to get these players to get to the next level and that's where the scouting part started three years ago. So how did you end up getting involved in scouting? Because um, I had a semi-pro team okay. for five years. And then, like, there was so much talent left on the field. And I was like, it's not fair that these guys don't get to go to the next level or they don't know how to go to the next level. So I said, well, let me help them out. I put myself through school. So I said, there's too much talent, like, just left on the field. So I, I felt like it was in me to get the knowledge to get the players to the next level. And that's what I've done the past three years is network with people, talk to people, pay, uh, paying attention to a lot of things. Just getting my name out there. Like, listen, guys, I can help. So the question for me is, uh, and it's a simple question. You and I kind of talked about it during halftime of the championship game, but your thoughts on the talent that is in a seven right now. Okay, first off, that was the first time I ever seen A7 in real life. Seeing it in real life, I had chills the whole game. Wow. Like, my kind of football, like, we all have been all in there. It's crazy. The talent, the the egos, the pride that goes into actually stepping on a field with no pads and no helmet. Like, at first, I was like, oh, y'all crazy. But 
actually watching it, it was like amazing. That was one of the best football games I have ever watched in in real life. So if you plan to possibly get involved with the A7, what capacity will that be in? I don't know. <laughs> Moving um, players to the next level. I mean, I... I wouldn't want them to just stay staggered, you know, where they're not able to go and move up to the next level or don't get paid for their talent. Whatever it may be, I'm here. If it involves football, I got y'all. I promise. <laughs> she says if it involves the pigskin, sign me up. Got it. Well, I mean, yes. it, it, we talked about it, you know, during halftime, and she was, um, God, Danielle, I don't even know the best word to use when I'm saying when I'm trying to say it, but you were like she was a very intense she individual. She was mesmerized, <laughs> and we're sitting there talking about it, and she's like the whole time we're talking, her eyes are on the field. She can't take her no, eyes off the no. field, she, she even was... though she's having a full conversation with me. Her eyes are staying on the field, and that's when I knew, okay, this she's into she's, this game. She's in. She, oh yeah, she, she she's been bought in big time. Yes, yes, yes. So for those that um don't know what exactly or what capacity did you play in uh championship weekend in Bolivia? i know you were heavily involved with the uh, combine um what did you do in the combine while it was out there in bullet city well actually um in the combine what did i do i r ran the 40 rolled down broad jumps i mean i was like all over the place um coaching some of the players like, hey, listen, if you do this, you'll cut some time down. Or if you make this move, you'll, you know, it's a better look for you. So, I mean, from the combine to there was one injury that I did help with to sitting on the sidelines, like just watching. Like I did a lot of looking and I know my face was like, blah, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> like I was just like, there's a smile on her face that nobody could get off. My question for you would be um, your opinion. Do you feel like A7FL players can make that jump? And what would be the next level from A7 for these players? I believe if you have it in your heart to play with no pads and no helmet, you have it in your heart to play with pads and helmet on any level. To get paid, not we're not paying for uh, playing for free anymore. But um, them A seven NFL, they have heart, and um, to have heart, you have to have a good mental, and they do. And I feel like a lot of them can go overseas. I really do, because when you go overseas, you're there six to um, six to nine months, and then you know you can't come home next week. You have to stay there. So those A seven NFL players, their mental is there. And I believe that they are ready to go overseas. A lot of them. So have you sent any players overseas? And if so, how many have you sent? I have sent 26 players overseas. Mm, okay. That is my favorite due to the fact that, you know, it's an opportunity that they would never be able to get any other way if they didn't play ball or were in the military or whatever the case may be. Um, those players get everything, food, housing, Wi-Fi, transportation, uniforms, medical, plus they get paid to play. I mean, they're like instant celebrities as soon as they get there. Oh, rock stars. Indeed. So from your perspective, how does the A7 game translate to playing with pads from your perspective? Mm, that's a hard one. And I say it's a hard one because 
I seen less injuries that weekend than I have seen since the NFL has started this season. And those players literally have absolutely nothing on. So to say how it would translate to padded players, like there is no translation. I'm going to be honest because the less injuries, then the healthier the player stays. And what I see in A7, I didn't see too many injuries than I've seen in the past two weeks in the NFL. Well, there is a lot of non-contacts going on in the NFL and a lot of it happening on turf, but that's another debate for another time. So um, do you plan to stay in lock with the A7 and um, or what would you like to do to help to contribute to A7 if you plan on uh, collab- still collaborate with the A7? Oh, I'm not going anywhere. A7 got me forever for life. Um, but let's bring one to the booth. Let's bring one to Louisiana. Oh, well. Oh, well. So there expansion, we go. Expansion. Well, you know, I, I've been highly advocating to go to, to my home area. So, you know what? Why, more expansion. Why not? I'm all for it. Your home area. I am from the Bay Area, Northern California, born and raised. Uh-huh. Not totally yeah, raised. He's here in Vegas to now. To Louisiana. <laughs> Well, I've been a local 17 out of the last 18 years, yes, but, you know, home is home. Yeah, true. But, yeah, oh, so, uh, now what part of Louisiana specifically? Are we trying to talk about New Orleans, uh, that area? Uh, No. Okay. I actually live in the country part of Louisiana. Like, um, I stay, like, 30 minutes from UL, the Raging Canes. We're not going to talk about them. They don't play too good. (laughs) (laughs) Raging Cajuns. in the area close to the area that I live, which is around Baton Rouge, on the outskirts of Baton Rouge. Okay. Okay. Some big bed boys here. So no, there are some country boys there that do love football, absolutely. And some big country boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are corn fed like none other. That is a fact. Nebraska. The only other place. Yeah, he ain't never lied on that one. Yeah. That's for sure. What do you do for a Friday night? Oh, we go cow tipping. It, right. I can't stand you. <laughs> But but that's that's the country life. I, I oh, you know I, I can only go off a story. So if you would have seen where I was over this weekend, you'd have been like, yeah, Chris, you were cow tipping. You probably were. Man, um, that's a story for another day for sure. All right. Well, so I'm presuming if that can happen, Miss Danielle, I'm going to presume that you're going to be perhaps maybe an owner per se. If that does happen, is that a fair assessment to make? That is fair. Very okay. fair. Okay. I just had to ask. Yeah. I'm just glad she's part of it, man. Because I mean, Danielle was great to meet you. By the way, when yes, you were here, absolutely, absolutely, uh, absolutely fantastic. I had uh, a great time, and talking to you was fantastic. You're a very knowledgeable person. Um, I'm glad we had a chance to meet. I'm glad we had a chance to talk. Just don't make her mad. No, I I, I saw that side of her too, and I'm like, ooh, that's just, just like don't make her mad. It's just like island girls, man. You don't make that. Just don't piss them off, because if you do, you in trouble. No, it's so. just like okay, if she's mad and Kelly's yeah. mad, that's not a good thing. No, both I'm walking away. Both of them mad. Go far. I'm walking away. Get off the field. I'm Get off on the, the other side of the field. If they're on one goal line, I'm going to the other. I'm like, no, I, I don't want that smoke. No, thank nope. you. No, thank you. Nope. No. Not today. And I saw that anger in her eyes. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I went back to my chair and said, mm, this is not my battle. Then, yeah, I'll go sit down. It could have been. Oh, well. But I'm glad you went and sat down. Yeah, because <laughs> the passion was ready to come out for sure. Oh, man. That, 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 that's all I can say. So let's go back to the championship game. Um, 
What moments or mo- what moments or moments stuck out for you during that championship game? Because you were obviously focused and dialed in and locked in. What moments from that game still sticks out for you months later? All I remember the play is one of the players on the Insomniac side hit the deuces and took off to the field goal. Like that was the third time he had did it. I don't even remember who Davik. it was. Davik. Yep. Timothy. He is him, as Corey Hammond would say. He yep. is him. He is definitely him. Once he hit the deuces and he took off, I just giggled. I was like, oh yeah. See, like I this is the kind of football that I like. And of course, what was the big thing with that? Bagway was covering he him. Was covering and him. we made and they made sure that Bagway's tongue was hanging out after those couple of plays, taking him deep three or four times. Well, again, like I said, Davik easily could have had five of them. Yes. Like Logo Davis did actually in that game, because there's there's a couple of balls that Scotty missed where Davik had a step. Oh, I know. If, I know <laughs> Scotty wanted them back because oh, yeah. that, those were easy. Yeah, yeah. Those were easy touchdowns. But, hey, I mean, a hat trick is still a hat trick, and that's a pretty good day at the office for sure. You ain't kidding. All right. So, I will actually, Miss Danielle, um, the next time you come out here, we would like to have you actually in the studio with us to talk some ball, if that's okay with you. Yes. Listen, that weekend, I cannot thank you guys enough. That weekend was absolutely amazing. <clears throat> she is the Miss Do-It-All-Everything, trying to get A7 in her area. The one, the only yeah. Miss Danielle Ledet. We thank you, Mama. Appreciate you. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good night. Thanks, thank you, you too. So that was Miss Danielle Ledet, who was a very huge part of the success in Bullhead City. Um, and again, to our viewers that are watching us in the chat, and for those watching us on YouTube, we appreciate y'all. Again, 702-608-3259 is the number. 702-608-3259 if you want to chime in and talk about what's going on in the uh, American Sevens Football League. Um that was our first guest, and of course, we have another guest that is actually here with us right now. But before we get to that, um, again, we had talked about, and Miss Daniel also talked about the championship game that took place in Bullhead City. Um, you've heard Chris say many times of how many people he has gotten to watch the game, and now they've been hooked in. Um, of course, I've been talking about it with my peoples in California. Of course, the Opera Java seven people. No, I've watched it seven. Oh, you times watched it seven now. times. Well, seven. That sounds about right. I, but like, but for me specifically, I've watched like the second half <laughs> at nauseum. Oh no, no, no! I've watched the whole thing <laughs> no, from I, beginning I know, to end. I know, but 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 for me, something about the second half. Well, just, yeah, because that's just, the just, comeback. That's that draws me in. Well, I comeback. mean, the, the whole game as a whole was fantastic. I yeah. mean, like I said, you've heard us talk about it at nauseum about it. But again, if you want to watch that game, or if you want to watch. The games that happened between Sigwood and the Insomniacs. If you want to watch the two great meetings between the BIC and the U. But you know what? I got to shout out uh, the three gentlemen that called the game. Oh, yes. Because yes. every time every time I watch the game, I hear something else <laughs> that I missed. <laughs> the, first, you know, the first times that I've watched the game. So shout out to Corey. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Big Rob. Because... Their their commentary. There's times that I missed it, and Corey had me rolling. Well, in my mind, I can only count how many times Big Rob got up, walked down the 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 museum to to, to clear his mind of what he saw the play with the <laughs> microphone in hand. Then it's one of the rare times that because we all know Corey can talk and talk and, and talk, talk and talk and then talk and talk some more. Yes, that's one of the rare times you really saw Corey Hammond really have nothing much to say because he was an all. I wish we would have had a camera 
in the room because to sit there and I would love to see Corey's face with some of the plays because it had me rolling. Well, you saw his, me rolling. Well, well, you saw his face when Coach Tice was up there in the booth during the half. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and like the little inner kid came out of Corey Hammond. Oh, big time. Big but, time. But can, the little inner kid of me came out when we're standing on the sidelines watching the game. Well, like I told you, one of the greatest moments of my young broadcasting career so far was me and Scotty on the sideline. All of a sudden, here comes Coach Tice just towering over me and him. And yeah. we're like, hey, Coach, what's your thoughts <laughs> on the game? <laughs> and you're not kidding. It, it, that it's, man is. It's like, am I interviewing Andre the Giant? Dude. But again, six foot eight. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a that's crazy. a that's a big man. But uh, he gave his stamp of approval on the league. Um, again, I mean, there's a lot of people that put that weekend together to make sure that it was a success. And as I've said many a times, on that particular weekend, on that particular night, the A7FL as a whole won. I mean, yes, a team had to win, a team had to lose, but the league as a whole. One now again, it, it makes perfect sense to be where you saw, of course, Coach Tom of the Steelers and Big Ben talking about just give us five minutes. Yep. And this championship game can understanding why they're telling you to give it five minutes because what these men do, and as I've said before, we get to do what we do because the players are the heartbeat of this league. Big time. Without them, <clears throat> we don't get to do this show that you and I and with the rest of the panel we thoroughly like. We literally look forward to every freaking Wednesday to do this show. Like you don't like you don't understand the excitement that we get because I mean we chat we talk about it but what guests you want to come on this then the third oh man you're talking about a guy that got on an earlier flight last Wednesday just yes. to get here yes just to be in the studio and do the show even though I missed the first thirty minutes so it tells you you know I I mean when I say I took an earlier flight my flight was wasn't supposed to leave until five fifteen really I jumped on a four fifteen flight oh did you just to get here so I could be on the show. Mm. So I tells you. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, it, it you know, it's too much fun, man. Just as too the, much fun just as this. the players are passionate about playing, and you've heard Miss Daniel said the the passion they play with the no pads, no helmets, and and they do this just because heart. Oh yeah, it's all heart. All heart. That's why they are the heartbeat. Yes. But as as mentioned, if you want to know how you can watch these games, like I said, if you want to watch the epic battles that sick with it and the insomniac said if you want to watch the epic battles that sick and force had if you want to watch the two epic battles that the patterson U bic had the back and forth between the watchmen and the night crawlers in the eastern conference championship game there's many outlets you can go to one of course there's caffeine tv which gave us very high viewings of the championship game over i believe eight hundred thousand, if i'm not mistaken uh watch this on caffeine um, there's also YouTube on the A7FL page, and also there's A7FL.TV. And, of course, for our friends overseas, internationally, globally, you can watch it on zone. So there's many, 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 many outlets that you can watch the A7FL as we just continue to trend. Yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to take something nasty to Quan's car. This oh, is This is a second, second week in a row. Second week in a row he's making fun of me. I got you. That's all right. I'm not sure what I did. That's all right. Did he, put a, did he put another logo and I missed it? Look at the chat. Look at the chat and you'll see. Because somebody said something about my hat. And then he had to comment afterwards. I'm going to get you back. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I'm going to get you back. No, don't worry about it. I'm going to get you back. <laughs> Biggie just said, Quan, relax. I'll be back in November. Shout out to Biggie and Friends. Watch uh, Biggie and Friends on no, you, you heard with Biggie and Friends. That's also on the uh, Vegas Media Hype Network. So <laughs> not, shout out not to right Biggie. now. Shout out to Biggie. <laughs> He'll be back in November. <laughs> Um, Maybe. If he pays. 
Oh, shots wow. fired. Oh, no. Right across the bow. Right across the bow. That, anyway. That was it. So, again, <laughs> Caffeine TV, AceNFL.TV, and, of course, AceNFL TV on YouTube is where you can catch all the AceNFL action. And, again, next season when we go back nationally, we'll be celebrating, hard to believe, our 10th season, and it will be with the Insomniacs in defense of the title, looking to see if they can repeat as champions. But, um... We actually do have a guest in the studio, and Quan, if you can play his highlight reel. Oh, for a minute there, I thought you were going to say his theme music. I'm going to be like, damn. You give me my theme music. music. Damn, man. You got to give me some theme music. <laughs> well, I'll probably be going back to Cali. Which version? LL or uh, LL? Okay. Hands it off to Shepard. And Shepard to the end zone. Touchdown. Oh, no. No, they're going to mark him out at the one. How do you? Yeah, no. I don't know about that. Ball in the wrong hand. (laughs) (laughs) Now, normally you see him as one of the hard hitting defenders on defense, but actually in that particular playoff game, he found the end zone twice running the ball. But nonetheless, um, Mr. Justin Shepard of Sickwood is in the house. How are you, good sir? What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Doing good, good man. Talk into that mic for me, man. Let me. There you go. Yeah. I don't think it's on. See, Quan's Quan's too busy typing in puke emojis <laughs> on my. <own. laughs> so, so. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Getting some feedback with the mic. That's never a good thing. That's that good energy. There, you oh, go. there we go. There you, you know what it is. No, it's it's because he thinks he's uh, Corey Hart. He wears his, shade, his sunglasses at night. <laughs> or some shades. <laughs> Bay Area reference. <laughs> no, I'm doing good, you guys. Uh, no, thank you know. for coming in. We appreciate yeah, it. We appreciate it, bro. No, I appreciate you guys having me. So, um, is it my mic? Keep going. Okay. okay. So, just um, real quick, give us your assessment from this past season, which by all means for your team it was successful for the most part, but you guys fell a couple of steps short. But give your assessment on the season and what you guys are looking forward to going into the fall. Um, Building blocks, you know, just being able to take one step at a time. And, you know, obviously we have a bad taste left in our mouth from last season playing with sick. And, uh, you know, what we took that as just, you know, uh, a testament to what we're trying to accomplish going forward, not just trying to just do one and done or just having a team for one season and then fall apart. You just build on whatever we had last season and just keep going forward with the momentum that we have. Um, but definitely left a, a bad taste in our mouth and uh, we're ready to just accomplish a lot more this season. My, I think the one thing that I wanted to ask you, when you're looking at what you guys were able to accomplish last season, and you can't take it lightly. I mean, there's good teams in this in this uh, in the division. There's good teams, you know, nationwide. And I know your expectations were higher than where you guys finished. I know that without a without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, we've talked to Mark about it. We understand where you guys want to go. My question to you is, you know, sometimes when you're battle tested like that, it brings out a better. Uh, person a better team overall do you feel that with how things went down last year for you guys do you feel that this is going to be a better team moving forward because of it um definitely expectations are high um 
as far as like what the organization expects of us as players. And um, I say, yeah, I mean, with at least 90, 90 to 95% returning players, which is a good return rate for any team, absolutely. Any, any division, any. Absolutely, for sure. So, I mean, we just, I know that we have what it takes to win the championship. I know we have what it takes to, to be one of the best teams to ever play in this, on this level. And just we want to create a dynasty and something that people can talk about for a long time, not just, oh, that was a good season or, oh, that was a great player last year on that team. No, that's a great team. Those are, those are brothers. They've been playing together for a while, and we watched them grow up together. And that's what we're trying to do with Sickwood as an organization. You know, I played with pit bosses first, and most of my brothers from pit bosses came over to Sickwood with me. So we're just trying to be able to establish and be confident in what we're doing as far as being players, elite players on the field. So did you finish last year with any injuries whatsoever? No. So everything I see you doing, because I see, you know, obviously we're friends on Facebook, and I see you out there working, man. I see you out there just really, I mean, people got to pay attention. You're putting in that work. Just being ready for every opportunity and just preparing myself for whatever comes. Everybody wants to be great, but then when opportunity comes, I've been on the other side where I wasn't ready. When opportunity comes, I wasn't prepared, even though I would talk good talk, so... You know, it's not for just being able to talk about it. Just stay on your grind. If the world sees it, if the world doesn't, it doesn't matter. Just preparing in silence, preparing when people's watching, people sleeping. And that's one of the biggest things is being successful is not worrying about what people are thinking or doing. No, man, I agree here. with you. I agree with you there because, I mean, you, you know, people have a choice when you're doing anything in life. It doesn't matter what it is, whether you're playing football, for me in business, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. And the thing about it is to be ready for opportunity, you got to be prepared. And if you're not prepared when opportunity knocks, guess what? It's going to move on down the road. Exactly. So I appreciate what you said by always being prepared. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is this is the, I think this is the second off season that I've really paid attention to your Facebook page. And I see you continuously working. I mean, when I say that, I've, I've even seen you post, hey, if anybody wants to, I'm going to be over at such and such field at this time on a Sunday. And I'm like, damn, he, he ain't taking no well, days it's off. Lot, it's a lot of young guys that aren't motivated to just get up just to go do something, you know. And so with me being one of the vets in Vegas, period, mm-hmm. just showing them, like, doesn't matter. Just keep thriving. Mm. Keep working. You know, somebody's watching. Somebody's going to see you. Somebody's going to appreciate your hard work. And if if not, you're going to appreciate it more than anything. Well, I mean, if you get a chance to go from, you know, and I've seen guys, you know, where and I've played with with guys um, in the flag league that were sitting on the bench, you know, and they're like, man, I want to get some I want to get some PT. Well, bro, show me what you got. You know, all I see every time I give you an opportunity is you you blow it. So show me what you got. And I had a couple of guys that when we had practice, first there, first ones there, last ones to leave, they're putting in the extra effort. And then when we get to game day, man, they're, they're out there balling. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, the practice like you play, people take it as, well, if I practice, you know, half-ass, I'll play half-ass. That's not what that means. Practice like you play comes down to the fact of you've been doing it over and over and over again in Mm -hmm. so many areas that when it is time for you to make that play you've done it so many times it's second nature muscle memory yeah i mean look man mamba used to talk about it 
And he used to talk about the, the mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to be prepared for everything. And his thing was the only reason why he hit so many game winning shots, he practiced them. Mm-hmm. And that's what it means by, you know, having that opportunity and being prepared. So, no, I respect that, man. I respect that deeply. Now, take me back to the playoff game against the Force to where now most people that watch you play, you're known as a very hard-hitting defender and one of the best defenders in our league. And then you were utilizing the running game. Was that something that coach just came to you and say, hey, I might need you to run the ball? And, you know, obviously you being the teammate and the team player that you are, you you know, took advantage and found the end zone twice. Did you always want to play on offense or you just find yourself strictly as a defender? You just find yourself as just, I'm just a football player. No, that's funny because I came in to play running back. I came in A7 to play running back to help Trey Robinson with the pit bosses. Oh, yeah? Okay. And um, they didn't need a running back for the pit bosses. They needed more of defenders. And being me as a team player, I'm like, I'll play where the team needs me to play. But I've always played running back. So that's your natural position? I, I play running back my whole life. Okay. So that's just a couple of things that are, you know, just the transition going from offense to defense, just really trying to be the best team player and – do what I can to help my team be in a good position to win. You know, even though I, I know I'm a better run, running back on offense, I know that when it comes to playing on the team, it's not about how good I am at one position. Now, not to give not, not to give anything away for the fall, but uh, are they planning to utilize you more on offense this upcoming fall season in the fall brawl? Or just we just have to wait until December 3rd to find out? Uh, we haven't really started practice or anything yet. I think we had one condition practice already in – we did all right. You know, we had a few guys come in just to see where we're at. Um, just to test the limits? Yeah, but we haven't discussed anything going forward. The organization is happy where it's at right now. And um, we're excited about this next season and the transitions that we have, whether it's defense, offense. For me, I'm ready to win a championship. I'm ready to put it all on the line. You know, I'm ready to put the team on my shoulders if that's what it takes. You know, so... That's just what it really where we're at right now as far as like offense, defense, special teams, everything. And look, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. If another if a Vegas team goes to the national championship again next season, in our fall in our spring season, and we win it again, I'm talking mad. I know you are. Talking mad. I know you are. Yeah. Because I mean look it, You you've been you've been quite humble. Because since, since the 23rd of July, I look bottom line is, you know, you can talk anything you want about me and it's, you know, Justin will, you'll know what I mean by this. Say anything you want about me, do anything you want to me. Don't talk bad about my family and don't try to mess with my family or my friends. Mm-hmm. Cause if you do, you're going to catch an ass whooping like nobody's business Facts. for me. Say what you want, do what you want. I could take it. I got broad shoulders. I'm a big dude. But when you start in on my family and my friends, we got problems. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's it was no big deal. And, you know, some of the guys reached out to me from the East Coast after that. And they're still reaching out to me. And I'll, I'll always be there for them because I would be lying after saying that this is a this is a fraternity. Mm-hmm. And you if, so you've, many times. if you've ever played football, if you've ever known, you've ever been hurt, you've ever done anything with football and people have been there for you, that's what it's all about. And so anybody could pick up the phone and call me and I'll be there for them. You know, I might not be able to always be there for you financially, but I'm going to be there for you and pick you up and dust you off and help you get back to where you belong. 
So as long as you show me the effort, guess what? I'll be there with you. So is there anything that you're looking to, Shep, to sharpen up your game and uh, add to your repertoire for this upcoming fall brawl season? Um, no, nah, not really. Just getting back to the drum board, getting back on my brothers, getting back on my team, just, you know, seeing what the organization has for us coming up. And, you know, Mark is a really a real strict coach. He wants us on time to everything. He wants everything to be in line. He wants everything to be organized and he wants us to be held accountable. So I'm just looking forward just to have like, you know, everybody around again and just getting our head focused and, you know, it's championship season. It's family. Yeah. Now, That's what it's all about. There, There is a particular story going around about, um, you knew Derek once upon a time when you used to play quarterback. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> you and, see the look at Yeah. And, and your celebrity status. Did you care to elaborate on that? Um, I, I knew Derek back when I was, I think it's like, I was like 22. So I'm not 22 anymore. <laughs> I don't think anybody at this panel is 22. Oh, to go back. So, and I met, I met Derek, I met, him and his, I met him and his wife and, uh, the last time I seen Derek, he always reminds me how I, I was just like irresponsible. I left my keys, my house keys in his car. And um, <laughs> I was, I didn't have a cell phone like that all the time. You know, being young, just running, ripping and running just was irresponsible. So left my keys, never got them back. They probably still in the back of his car right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, hey, just so you know, and yes, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk on Derek because I've known Derek since he was 19. Don't, don't get it twisted. You ain't the only one at 22 that was irresponsible. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, that's the reason why I'm able to say that, because I realized I wasn't the only one, you know. No. So, yeah. But, yeah, Derek was always been – he's always been cool with me, always uh, kept in touch. You know, we let, ran out of touch for a little while, and then we came back in touch when A7 came around. And, um, I mean, Derek's never changed, though. He's no. always been the same, humble, um, ready to help somebody, ready to – Go to lengths, like I said, he was giving me a ride home the last time I seen him. So, and then we played for the, the Vegas Lions. I don't know if you guys know about the Vegas yes. Lions. We played at International in Henderson, and um, I think I played like maybe four or five games that season, and then I went back to the Demolition. I believe I don't know if you guys know the Demolition. They play in the WWFL with Mike Howard. No, I didn't know them, but I knew of the Lions. Mm-hmm. I know about Axe, obviously. I know about Axe and Smash Demolition, the old WWF, but no, not the football no. team. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, there's always been a, it's been cool, man. You know, it, we were talking about that earlier too, because um, most people don't know. You know, Derek. A lot of people know him as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Derek was a hell of a defensive end. See the look at? Did you see the look? He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he was a hell of a defensive end. Oh, okay. Um, when we played in the flag league. That boy, I think he's still, well, I don't know if he still does, but he had the single-game sack record oh, yeah? playing in the in the flag league. Well, you play, he played D-line, so he, like, more, so how many sacks do you think he had, like, maybe three or four or five? Oh, man, you know what? I don't know, man. You might, you have to ask him. I'm asking was, it more I than, was, it, was it more than Derek Thomas because the record in the NFL is seven? Seven. seven. Yeah, seven. I can't remember how many sacks he okay. had. But yeah, I'm going to have to challenge he that. Had, he had a ton of sacks, but it was funny because, you know, I, you saw the post that I put on there. Yeah. So we had Christopher Williams. Mm-hmm. J- A.K.A. Jason at one defensive end. And then we had uh, Darius Rucker, A.K.A. Derek Duncan, at the other <laughs> defensive end. And they created so much havoc, man. I mean, I think uh, in that season, 
Jason out of a defensive end had uh, three picks. Oh, now that's legit. Yeah. From the DN position. <laughs> Hell yeah. Return one of them for a touchdown. Which really makes me wonder, and I wonder if Cole, the statistician in <clears throat> New Jersey, if he's watching, I really would like to know what is the sack, what, what's the record for most sacks in the game in A7 history, and who's mm. the career sack leader in A7 NFL. So, Cole, if you're watching, if you can try to research that and let me know, I appreciate that because that's, that's a okay. very intriguing stat I would like to know. Derek just said it was a combo for him and Jay combined for 17. I don't know if that, mm. dude, please. 17. I don't think that was in a game. I think that was for the season. But please, by all means, um, Derek, if, since you're listening, just let me know because I can't remember. We're going back too far. Okay. So, Biggie, you want to be in the booth for spring? Is, 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 am I reading that correctly? One game. For 17 one game. sacks in one game. Oh, 17 sacks in one 17, game. 17, that's a lot. Yeah. Between that's the two of them. That's 17 snaps. Yep. You're looking at maybe half a year of snaps in a game. Sacks. Dude, we, our defense during that time when it was him and Jay were freaking outrageous. Our defense, you weren't, if you put up 14 points on us, you were lucky. Well, you, you, you know the Al Davis rule within the first five minutes of the game. The quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard. Mm. Oh, the, this quarterback went down all the time. I mean, he was like a drunken prom date, but that's a whole other story. Three sacks in one series twice in that game. Well, that's 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 highly efficient. That's six oh, sacks. That's six, sacks, <laughs> that's six sacks in a game. That's so a uh, another thing I wanted to point out, um, which was a very interesting post that I read, that um, you were at a high school game, and... The student section is yelling out your nickname, which if, if you don't know his nickname, it's Cool K Shep. Um, they're yelling out your name, and well, go ahead and tell that story. No, yeah, it was actually a surreal, uh, like, feeling for, like, I went to the game. It's Rancho game, you know. I went to Vegas High School, so Rancho in Vegas does not. No. It's like, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> this. Wildcats and Rams yeah. not getting along, so, you don't say. But I went to the game, and, like, I don't know, the student section, I'm just walking by, I'm recording one of my athletes, and, um, I just hear like all these kids are yelling my name. I don't know. I don't know any of these kids, so I'm just like thinking it's me. And then they're just like saying, "Yeah, we want a picture with you. You know, you want to." They're like, "We we know you. You know, Zach is one of our uh, best players on the team. We see him all the time." It's like 15, 20 kids up there. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then just to have like them to like know like what I do as far as like a mentor, a leader, someone who wants to help others as far as like be better at their skill. And then they want a picture because I'm there, and they're 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 like motivated, you know. So I mean, it was fun. It was it was a couple of weeks ago, but it was actually like you know, I'd rather go on the field next time though, you know. So next this week we're going to be at Rancho, probably get on the field, try to get on the field with my team and stuff like that, and get some shots and stuff with the kids. Okay, sure, man. But before we say so long for now, Biggie just saying he is hanging up the cleats after fall brawl. So. There you go, some breaking news here on the other side of the ball. So well, now, 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 you know, Coach Prime is personal. So, you know, the season for me, there you go, Chris, that's one for Thank you. I got a black Appreciate one, too. But it's personal for me this season, and I thought it was perfect for going into the season and when I dropped my merch, the Prime Collection. And um, it's personal. The whole the whole season is personal, and this one's for you. Oh, bless you, sir. So I appreciate you guys having appreciate me on. It. And 
Uh, just want everybody to know that cool K stands for self-love. Okay. Uh, one more thing. Um, is there possibly a chance you might be playing ball with pads somewhere down the road? If the opportunity opportunity presents itself in a, a real lucrative way. Okay. Uh, other than that, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> That's smart had, man. Had to ask. Had no, to yeah. ask. Had to ask. Anyhow. Like I said, staying ready so that, you know, any opportunity can come and, you know, the universe works in a funny way. Yes, it does. There so, you have it. Cool case, Justin Shepard of Sickwood, one of the most hard-hitting defenders and natural running back in the ACFL. We appreciate the time, brother. Thank you I for coming I appreciate you guys Thanks, having bro. me. Thank Good you, to sir, see you, man. Blessings to you guys. Well, <clears throat> that was Justin Shepard, one of our hard-hitting defenders in the league. So, um, Biggie, is this real? You are hanging up the cleats at the fall brawl. That is uh, interesting. Now I know why he wants to be in the booth in the spring. There you go. You can be on the sidelines. I'll be in the booth. <laughs> oh, have him be the sideline reporter. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm calling. I'm calling my shot now. Oh well, well, you you go do. Well, I mean, the four man booth has has that ever has that ever happened? Um, yeah, actually, Monday Night Football. The was, old Monday Night Football. Who was the fourth person? I'm trying to remember because I remember they had a uh, they had a fourth person for a little while. It was a three man team, mm-hmm. and then they had a fourth person that came in. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, it didn't last very long. <laughs> well, Quan, if you can uh, play the next package for our next guest, who really, really, really truthfully doesn't need no introduction. Nothing. Because um, <laughs> he, he, uh, he is that guy, um, as Quan is adjusting to make his face look all pretty, if you will. Yeah, I haven't seen Charlie come up lately. I don't know what's up with that. Well, here you go. <laughs> Here he goes. Right. Right, there you uh, go. Now Chris is happy now. Uncle. Chris is happy and, up, Uncle Charlie? and I'm pretty sure Derek's happy now. Uncle Charlie. Uh which by the way, that's Luis Ojeda, that's your fault. Love you, but that's your fault. You started it. Anyhow, if the uh package is ready. The throw caught. Oh. And that's Did I say stop at the sticks? Yeah, you definitely did. But you got to make the tackle because a stop at the sticks turns into a just the same as a go route if you can't make the tackle. And that's a great conversion from a great player in Munchie. Man, making them look Eric bad. Shufford, a.k.a. Munchie, a man who we spoke with at length yesterday, Corey Hammond, about this game. And he was hyped and he's excited. And right now a one-point lead for the Insomniacs after championship points. He taught us. They're shooting the arrow, and then there's throwing on top of his head. <laughs> uh, there's blocking three people as RTC on a flat tire goes to the end zone. I mean, really, there's really not many things that this gentleman can't do on the football field from the national champions, the Las Vegas Insomniacs. Pretty sure this boy could walk on water. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. He's going he's gonna to be humble now and say, no, 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 I can't do that. I can do everything else, but no, I can't walk on you, water. You can call him a lot of things, but one thing you must call him is a champion, and, and that is uh, the one only Mr. Munchie, Mr. Eric Schufer Jr., we had him many times on Skype. <laughs> Absolutely. Finally got, got him, him in, in the, the studio. Right, right. Finally. I was able to make it in today, you know. Good to, to see uh, you, sir. How are you? Let's get out of practice a little early, but, you know, I'm glad to be here. Glad I'm glad you here, made guys. it, man. So Good to see you. So here it is. Obviously, months have passed. Um, does it still feel surreal? Has it really sunk in yet? I mean, it it, it sunk in uh, 
on the field, you know, for me. Um, you know, we we this is what we do, football. It's what we do. So um But you know what, there's something that nobody I don't think anybody's asked you. What's it like to win that championship with family? Ah man. Having your brother on yes, the team. You know, Absolutely. Was, we was talking about that on the um which was you know, one of the great in. still photos that I think Nick took, which was fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was Nick or Steve, but, I mean, there's a great still photo. photo with you and him embracing, which is one of the best photos yeah, I've ever seen. Brother. Blood brothers. My only blood brother. Only four blood brother. My bad. Um, and, you know, we, we've we've been hit and miss. You know, he's done other things. I've done things. You know, I went and played college. He's went and played arena, you know, smaller arena leagues. I went and played arena. He's played semi-pro. I've come and played with him a little bit, you know, but – to win that national championship and, you know, my brother right there embracing me, that was that was something. Because we've always, like, I've always been, like, right under him. Um, to which, if you haven't seen him play, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he's no slouch either, I'm no. just telling you. You know, he was he was big shoe and I was little shoe. So um, I was always in the shadow. Um, and a lot of that, you know, I just figured out a way to come out of that shadow. And then, you know, us playing together now is... It's special. Not just him, though. Like, you know, I consider that whole team my family. So it's a little different. No, I mean, just watching you guys all season, it definitely was <laughs> a, fam- a family atmosphere. Um, like I said, there really wasn't no bickering. Like, if there was ever a more cohesive, a together team, <laughs> it was you guys. And, and that was displayed. I mean, even when you guys were down 12, there yeah. was no panic. There was just, okay, we, we need to make a play. And well, then, you know... It, Coming from my standpoint, you got to understand, I get to walk the sidelines every single week, and I get to see these guys and hear these guys. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt, no matter how much anybody thought these guys were yelling at each other, oh, hell no. Hell no. Anytime you thought these guys were arguing on the sideline, there was no argument. There was no argument at all. These guys were working things out the way family would work things out you get a little loud to be heard you're telling each other you know like brothers this is what needs to be done and they're listening and then they go out in the field and execute it period well you know the thing is like we're all passionate this is a it's this is a passionate game football is a is a is a very passionate game and you have to play with emotion you know you that's just what it is so when we're on the field, we're passionate. When we come off to the sideline, we're talking. We're in the middle of a game. We're still hyped up on adrenaline. It's passionate. You know, a lot of it ain't um, necessarily that, you know, we're, we're clashing or going at each other. Like, what it is, it's just, you know, people talk with passion. You know, behind the scenes, there were, there were of course, there were things going on. There's things going on with any team that, you know, ain't perfect roses and, you feel me, bubbles. But at the end of the day, like, everybody on that team was able to put all of that BS to the side and go, Hey, we got a. We we came together with a goal. There's a goal. And yeah. Let's go. Let's go get it. You feel what I'm saying? So everything that we had uh, that was going on behind the scenes, like 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 what Chris is saying, is you know true to an extent. We didn't do it on the field really. When we stepped on the field, it was football. But you know, off the field and you know behind closed doors, there was there was other you know some some small turmoil, some small arguments, some things happening. Um, but you know, I, th- I think the one thing that I could say is a testament to us is number one that that didn't get out. Um, Kept you, it in the house. you know, you didn't you didn't hear it. It wasn't a you know a real big thing. And then number two, we were able to separate that from the football. You know, um, whatever it was. At the end of the day, we had to get it taken care of because we would not have been able to win that national championship without everybody that was on that roster. And that's just the truth. You feel me? From you know game one, the uh, what was it called? The jamboree. Oh, jamboree. To, yeah. Um, 
that championship game. Like we needed everybody. You feel what I'm saying? And so there were there were, you know, some people that were unhappy. There was, you know, some feelings that was hurt or whatever it was. And that's okay. That's that's gonna be that on any team. But everybody was able to put their ego to the side. And I think that's the biggest thing with us. Like we we've we've all been playing together for so long. Like we play against each other, we play together, but the the major thing that we do is we all know each other. So when it comes down to it, like nobody plays with an ego. When we when we go to Florida, nobody plays with an ego. At any point in time, I can step on the field and be the number one receiver. I don't need to. Davik's there. Davik's the best receiver in the league. Go ahead, you can have it, little bro. You feel what I'm saying? I'll I'll go to H back and block everything, even cl- like you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> which, which which we saw, which we saw very well. So, to me, it's just it, it's just understanding that there's a bigger goal at play. You feel me? We 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 knew what the goal was from jump. We said it. We're not just putting this team together to win Vegas. We're not just putting this team together to win the West. We're putting this team together to take the Natty. And, you know, we, we, we accomplished our goal. So I want to ask you something, and hopefully you remember this, um, because I've heard a couple of different versions of it, but I want to get your version of it. So on that fourth down play, I was told that it was supposed to be a pass play. No, it wasn't a pass play. It wasn't. Well, it's fourth down. Yeah. So fourth down and fourth down and three, right? Fourth and three. And And we go in the huddle, and I tell Scooter, I don't care. Give me the ball. (laughs) I mean, like, realistically, there's, it's never a question. You know, everybody understands that. Everybody knows on fourth down, Scooter's going to munch with the ball. Nobody questions it. Nobody says anything about it. It's just Um, do your job. That's what it is. And and ninety nine out of a hundred times, I'm gonna complete it. I can guarantee it. Yeah. You can know exactly what he's I'm not, gonna do, he's not and wrong. you can't stop it. No. He's not like, wrong. You know, so so for me, it was no. Give me the ball. Like it's fourth down, fourth and three. We need a first down. Whatever we got to do, give me the ball. I don't care how you do it. Find a way to give me the ball. Um, and Ant comes in the huddle, and Mac is in the huddle, and they go, "Now we can run the ball." He said, "We've been running the ball all game. We we can get it." And I said, I looked at him and I said, "Y'all want to run it?" And the old line was like, "Yeah." So I gave, you know, it's, you can see it on the on the national championship broadcast. Like, I'm in a huddle giving, like, an Eric Thomas-type motivation. <laughs> like, like, I'm telling everybody, like, hey, if this is if this what we deciding to do, then it better be everything you got. You got six seconds to to, to block the person in front. Everything you, you got to win. And so, like, you know. And you won three times. Yeah, and you took I mean, and, and he takes out three people right? on the moving screen. Y'all want to know right? the craziest part about that? What's that? I did not know the ball was coming there. Really? Yeah, the play we had called was different in the huddle. Oh, really? we had a play. Basically, it was it was zone left. So, give the ball to Wilkerson to the left. Yeah. And Scooter checked it at the line. Not in here. It was too loud. So when Scooter checked it at the line, I come off the ball and you know I go inside to try to just block the corner, stay in his way, and I see Wilkerson coming out, and I'm like, oh shit. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I see. I Been see there a the couple backer. times myself. I see the backer and the safety come down, and I got the corner, so I just kind of pull the corner with me, you know, come on, and then I just, you know, throw a shoulder at the backer, wind up hitting the safety too, and it just kind of freed that up the sideline, you know. So um, by the by the time the corner had came in, it was too late. Like he had went too far in, so it was nothing he could do. So my, while my objective wasn't to block three people on that play. Uh, I'm you okay that I did. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Anthony was too. <laughs> it worked itself out regardless. Because let me tell you, when I saw him get that flat tire about the 12 yard yeah, line, yeah, 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 yeah. and then, and I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not pulling any punches. I'm telling you, God's honest truth. I saw him go down. Yeah. 
And then I saw you grab his foot. Yeah. And I'm like, is this, this is some pro- kind of new prop, prop no, no, that no, no, you guys no, 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 no. I had no idea that <laughs> yeah. he was cramping up. So yeah, his, his, I saw you doing that, and I'm like, what the hell? And then I, it, it kind of I started to think about it. I'm like, oh, he cramped up. That's why he's, okay, I yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah, well, got I you. mean, when you run for 167 yards. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing was we were we people were actually talking like, like if you watch the broadcast, like, you know, Corey and, and, and Big Rob and them, like, there was points in time where they were like, their run game isn't working. And I'm like, are we not watching the same game? Like, right. people don't understand the way run game work. Like, we, you know, we're coaches, so we understand it. Um, the way run game ain't supposed to pop every time. No, you're run wearing, game, you'll a, get, you're wearing, you're wearing the defense down. down. You'll get, get a yard here, you'll get two yards there. You feel me? You'll pop one for eight, you'll pop one for 22, come back, you get negative three. Like, that's part of the run game, but it keeps the defense honest and it wears them down. Yep. So, that was, you know, that was our whole plan. Our whole plan we was going to lean on our run game because we knew what it was. We knew that there there wasn't a team in the A7F. There still isn't a team in the A7FL that can stop our run game. No, man, because there ain't a team in the A7FL that can that can compete with your offensive line. And mind you, we we didn't have our 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 one eight one B back. And now, like, and, 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 now like, and now he's free. And Tay yeah, is yeah, free. We no longer have to talk about setting Tay free. Tay's free. That's going to be a problem. I'm still going to wear the free Tay shirt the first game, but no, he's free. That's going to be a problem. And and a problem is an understatement. You feel what I'm saying? Because he's coming back with a vengeance. Oh, yeah. He's coming back upset. He's looking for contact. He feels slighted by the league, which is fair because that's what happened. You feel me? If we're going to be honest, I don't. I'm real vocal about my criticism of the league, but I'm also real vocal about my praise of the league. You feel me? I think this league is great. I initially, when Derek Derek saw me in Florida a couple years ago, he's like, oh, you might as well come play. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, you tripping. Like, <laughs> I play flag. You feel me? I'm I'm not playing tackle football off with no, like, with no nah, pants, no helmet. Um, and then it's funny because Wilkerson called me and was like, bro, come play against the pit. But this is last fall, bro. Come play against the pit bosses because. They over there talking, and I just want you to come play. I'm like, bro, it's A7. I'm not really trying to. And he was like, nah, fuck that. I'm putting you on the roster. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So did I didn't show up the first two games. Did he offer you chicken nuggets to play? I just want to ask No, that. no, no. I he probably should not. get my – no. He, You know what he did offer me? What he did? He, he offered me my special mimosa. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, hold on, yeah, hold on. What's your special yeah, no, mimosa? No, 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 that's secret. That's secret. So, <laughs> no, come on, man. In case y'all don't know, like, like the back of my jersey say the God, right? So yeah. at, at one point in time, I was the do rag God because every game you see me, I'll have on a different do rag. Correct. Just, that's just what it is, right? So then um, now it's like it, you know it's the mimosa God. You feel me? So like, if y'all want the like the the the, the plug on the the best mimosas, yeah, not around town, but like the best mimosas you can make at your house. Yeah. Oh yeah, highlight me. I got okay. you. All right, I'm gonna wait until after the show. I want to get that man. I want to no, get that. Sure, I sure. just call him the Black Rambo because he's used to bowing on like Rambo and Dude. doesn't miss. It's so funny, man, because <laughs> like uh, I started doing it's, it's crazy. I started doing that when I uh, when I started playing with Sig with it and Flag. <laughs> when I started playing with Mark and Mark, Mark like he loved it, and he, so he would you know everything that I did. He was always you know shooting arrows, shooting, making shooting arrow gifts, and that's my like that's that's my boy still. You know to this day, um, there was if if it was different circumstances. You know, uh, I probably would have been on sick with it, honestly, if the circumstances were different. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I wish them nothing but the best, you know, nothing but success. I think, you know, going forward, this is a um, it's a great time for, for not just the A7, but for the Vegas division. Um, I think the Vegas division kind of, like, got put on the map, you know, as far as n- national uh, coverage. And then, you know, we got we obviously have the backing. We have y'all, you know, y'all, y'all take care of us. But at the same time, we have the, the athletes. We have the teams. I mean, we got yeah. a target on our back now. That's cool. I'm I'm cool with it. Y'all go ahead. Y'all y'all team up in the east. So <laughs> it's not gonna work. So, so, so with that said, one thing I did want to ask you is okay, now you guys, for lack of a better term, you guys are now 
now everybody's coming after you. Yeah, talking about now, now everybody's everybody's like every, everybody's gonna give, everyone's gonna give you the best. Hey, Africa's gonna give you their best shot. We like that. That's what we want. That's I what know. We bank on because I mean the, 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 the first time we interviewed you, you literally said we don't care. Yeah, we, no, no, we I, don't care. Like I, I wish we could roll the tape. I know I know Kwan got like I I wish we could <laughs> roll the tape because Casey asked me a question, and his his question was if you guys make it all the way, who would you like to see in the championship? And my response pretty much verbatim, was, you know, I don't really care. I would say BIC because they're the defending champions. I would say to you because they had just beat BIC, and so they look like they're the, you know, best team on the East. Yeah. Um, I would say the Nightcrawlers because they think that they got DRC, but in real life they dog food too. Swear to God. <laughs> these are my, like, this This is what I said during that interview on Skype. You feel me? I was at football practice. Yeah, so you were. Me, you were. So for me, like, like the way I talk, it's not it's not just coming from just just talk. Like, I, I talk this way because I got faith in my guys. Like, I got faith in the people that lined up next to me that they going to get it done. You feel what I'm saying? It's not even just me. It's it's never just me. And I can K- take back seats. You feel me? And Casey wanted to confirm he's not lying. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's just one of those things where it's like, if you don't, if this ain't the attitude you got, you don't need to be playing the sport. I'm the best. It's true. Like, like they, I am the best receiver in the A7FL. I'm, there's, there's not a question about it. I don't play receiver 80% of the time. No, you don't. Right? Because why? Because we have other guys who can do what I do. It's fine. You feel what I'm saying? I Like, Davik being that receiver makes him the best receiver. You feel what I'm saying? Like, Davik goes crazy. I, I love watching Davik. You feel what I'm saying? Like, some of them, some of them passes he caught in the, 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 the championship alone, I, I love watching him. Because Again. You can't. Could have had five, like Logo. You feel hey, what I'm could saying? Could have had five. I, I love watching him. But so him for in the me, him in the uh, divisional championship game. Oh, the one against Ohio, the one in Ohio. Oh man. Yeah, no, no. There was listen. <laughs> there, there was. I mean, he was. Listen. Look, I've he, seen toast from a cornerback. That wasn't even toast because you can't say 15 yards is toast. No, the back of his jersey. <laughs> no. It's what did the back of his jersey say? Oh, the corner. Yeah, I can't remember what it said. But it was like. It's like, yeah, you better change that yeah, now, bro. Like, no, he nah, met he he met Himothy, and Himothy is him. No, nah, for sure. So, <laughs> so, you know, like for me, I don't I don't care about the glory, and I think that's the beautiful thing about our team. Like, very few people who care about the glory. Like, very few. You know, they we don't care about the glory. Whoever well, gets the glory gets the glory. Well, I mean, heck, I rings mean, is the glory. Well, I, mean, yeah. per, I mean, perfect example, RTC was named MVP, but he gave you the game ball. Absolutely, absolutely. I still got the game ball. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's, but like I said, it's a brotherhood, it's a family, so it's not just, oh, this is somebody I know and I'm, you know, I'm just around them or whatever. Like, we, we might fight, we might argue, stuff might get hectic, but the truth is that, you know, that's my brother, I'm gonna ride for him. Somebody did something to him, I'm, you feel me? I'm coming. Like that's what it is. So, but that's what a that's what a family does. Absolutely. And you argue, you fight, but at know. the end of the day, don't let anybody else come into that fight. No, no, no. From ever. the outside, never, never. you know. You know. I don't. So, I don't even think like like in all honesty. Um, I don't think Scooter gets enough credit. No, no, not no. even I don't close. Think, I don't. I no. don't think Scooter gets enough credit. No. But you no, know what? I don't think. Is, I don't think Scooter cares. No, no, no. Scooter don't care. No, he don't care. Scooter, Scooter's probably my best friend. Like seriously, like my best friend. Right. So. I, I talk to Scooter pretty much every day. Um, Scooter doesn't care about the glory. Like, like, dude, but do you know how hard it is as a quarterback of a team trying to manage all these egos, 
right? All these guys that want the ball, all these guys that are really probably one of the best at their positions, and they're on this team because we came together for a greater good and figuring out a way to manage that while we're only getting over a month span, we got 20 offensive plays one time. In yeah. four games, yeah. we ran 20 offensive plays. That's well, nuts. Well, heck, yeah. in one game, and I think you even said this verbatim, the exact number, I think you guys like ran eight We ran eight plays in, plays in one game. In one game. And yeah. and sixty piece somebody. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's like, what happens when your defense is literally scoring no, and no, trying our, to rival y'all. Our defense was elite. Like, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, well, it was again, a, it was a you, you, team you, you heard what AJ said. Please run to my side. Please run, run to, to my side. side. Please, Please run, run to, to my, my side. side. Yeah, no, we got the Mick twins. <laughs> they get rough. But the thing is, like, even them, AJ don't care. No, AJ like AJ doesn't care. AJ deserved Defensive Player of the Year. I don't. I don't care. Oh, dude, like. Your, your your team was average below average. You weren't clearly you weren't that valuable if your you know, team wasn't win if it wasn't translating to win. That's just how I look at it. You know so what I'm saying? Let me ask this question. <clears throat> Obviously he's not here, but our one of our panelists is now added into the family. How does the Viking fit in with you guys? I'm, he jumps in the he jumps in the rotation, like <laughs> that's what it is. Like, yeah, think about it. Like we got dogs. Yeah. We got dogs. And then yeah. so you, you you bring in a wolf amongst wolves and they just join the pack. Like it's it, it's uh, crazy. The bad thing is there's no drop off, right? No. no. So you you get you get AJ and then you get C Mac and then you get JJ and then you get Rock and then you get Cunningham when he's there. Now you got Viking to deal with. Now you got we still got a bunch of guys who I can't even think of off and top of my head right now. That's another person people like, forget about because I mean Cunningham just put him right in. I'm like, you know, who's got, this guy? We got right? Fresh Out. Who, who, who is this guy getting sick? Fresh Out was single handedly um, might might been the, the the most unsung hero uh, on our team, and I say that because he played the entire year pretty much at nose guard for us. Um, being a two-gap player, holding up the center, you know, finding, making plays, uh, making it easy for AJ to get off of, you know, blocks, making it easy for Chris to get off of blocks, Rock to get off of blocks. Like, he did it all year. And I don't, he may not have played one single down in the championship game. And his entire morale on the sideline during the championship game was, let's go get him. It was upbeat. It was supportive. It was, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we, when you deal with a team of guys that's like that, that understand, hey, this you game may not be my game, you feel me, to, to go crazy, but I, I'm Watch going out. to find a way to affect the game. You know, that's what we teach as coaches is, okay, you, you're you not getting the ball. If my receivers ain't getting the ball thrown toward them, you feel what I'm saying? Find a, find a way to affect the game. Yeah. You, you, you have to find do a way to affect. Do what you got to do. You feel what I'm saying? If I, if I got to go block this safety, dig out this safety to free my running back up, that's what I'm going to do. So you have to find a way to affect. And, and that's why I'm saying I think he might be the unsung hero. But we had so many of those guys. You understand what I'm saying? That 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 may not have played as much as they wanted to in the championship game, may not have played as much as they wanted to in the playoffs, but when it came down to it, there was never anything negative that came out of it. You understand what I'm saying? And so when you're dealing with that, and like I said, again, the reason I don't give Scooter enough credit, like I don't think Scooter gets enough credit is because he's dealing with all that, right? He's dealing with all that and then still coming out and figuring out ways to be effective, figuring out ways to keep the team morale up as a starting quarterback, right? He threw what? I think he threw six touchdowns in that championship? Yeah. But you guys, it's nuts. Nobody, or he had six touchdowns. He threw, he threw five. He and threw me two one. and Davic one and Davic three, and then ran one. Yeah, nobody, say, nobody talks about him because we talk about the RTC play. We talk I, about I, Davic's three touchdowns. And we talk about my head top and the. the well, like, like I said, the one thing that impressed me, he threw thirty-one of them. One pick. Yeah, 
Yeah. And One that, pick. And that pick was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we went back and talked about it. I said, bro, you threw a pick now, to Packers. We, what are we doing here? <laughs> now, we can be here all even, but unfortunately, we are up against it. We have to wrap it up. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. just go ahead and make your final statement to the rest of the league as you guys are now heavy as the head that wears the crown. And they're coming after you. So go ahead and I, make I a statement. I, I don't care. I was gonna say, really? You you're gonna ask him? I, you know I, what he's I gonna just say? Hear him say it again. No, he's gonna say. By <laughs> yeah, the way, okay. go ahead. I got Chris. shout out to AJ because you know what? I'm I'm never and I I love that kid. Yeah. And I love that kid because he's so humble. Yeah. He is one of the most humble people I've ever met in my life. Absolutely. And if there was a person that deserved a championship, that's that dude. Absolutely. That kid was in tears after the game yeah. and I, I appreciated no. him he all was the way in tears through after he recovered the fumble to set up the game yes. drive. I mean no, no, that I kid was, was something else if you watch if you you look at that video that blaze has of me and my brother like, I'm crying right my brother growing up my brother my brother won championships in youth football I, I never I got their loss got their loss like I've never had a chance to win a championship like wow. like in in foot like in football like where you play a whole season and then you know outside of flag leagues flag leagues, I mean but that's just flag leagues you feel what I'm saying yeah in football, I've never gotten a chance to win a championship. Never. And so for, you know, me to do, like, that's my Guess first. Guess what it we was, can't take away from you. Yeah. Guess what we're going to be calling you, you know, all season. National champion, you know. But to, you know, uh, back to Dub Point. Um, I'm looking at the camera when I say this because I want y'all to understand <laughs> this, okay? <laughs> we don't care. You can go and get whoever it is you think you're going to get. You can pick up whoever it is you think you need to pick up. You can go practice 10 times a week. We're just better. There's nothing you can do. Once you line up in front of us, you lost. Okay? I told the dude that in Ohio. We was in Ohio. As soon as we walked on the field, there was two things I took away from Ohio. Number one, we in the stands, and the Nightcrawlers and um, who were they playing? Watchmen. Watchmen. Are on the field, like, bickering, getting into it, getting into it. Probably my favorite story of the weekend. Right? There's fans sitting up in the stands, right? And Mac, not, uh, not Kenny Mac, but Mac Burton, goes, man, that's a whole lot of arguing and fighting for second place. <laughs> well... He said, that's, that's, a whole, that's a whole lot. Y'all doing a whole lot for second place. And I said, oh, damn. So we walk on the field, and we're at the 50-yard line, and we're getting ready to warm up. And one of the, one of the dudes from uh, the Ohio team comes and walks over and like, is, like, sizing us up. And I, look, I said, bro, I hope you understand. It's about to be the longest night of your fucking life. <laughs> it's, it's about to be bad, bro. Like, like, this is about to get bad real fast. We got a flight to catch. We trying to mercy rule y'all so we can get up out of here. You feel what I'm saying? So and I truth- just hope y'all understand that. That's I'm gonna close on that. There's nothing. There's and yet, nothing. That's exactly that what they did. Nothing that y'all because they no. flew home with me. No, because, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because I kid you not. And our thanks to Munchie for coming on. Munch, uh, thanks, like I said, bro. he's Play been uh, he's, you, he's got with us twice, but actually to get him in the studio, uh, definitely. Fun. Y'all know it's always love for me. Oh yeah, me. And I, like I said, I, I love the direction the league's going in. You know, I think now it's probably at a you know all time high and. You know, I, I would like to think that us uh, over here on this side on the West Coast, you know, we really help push that. You feel what I'm saying? Um, not not just not 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 just as players, but as league managers, as league owners, and stuff like that. I feel like y'all do a great job marketing us and putting pushing us out there. You feel what I'm saying? And then it just it's it's helping the, the league grow and the brand bro and the brand grow. So well, you know, the chance me, we get. There's just only thing left. Only one thing left to do, and that's repeat. Hey, that's it, man. That's what that's what we're coming for. So it don't matter. The fall, the spring, it don't matter. We got some surprises for y'all in the fall. I'm gonna tell y'all that now. Scooter didn't mention that in the <laughs> chat. So just Yeah, we got we got some surprises. Y'all, 58 y'all gonna laugh. days you'll get to see it. Y'all gonna laugh a little bit. Y'all gonna be like, oh, what the hell is it? But when y'all see it, y'all gonna be like, oh. Okay. That's, you, that's why. <laughs> brother, we appreciate you. Thank oh, man, you. Thanks, love man. Y'all, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Well, um, 
on that note, which Scooter did say when I interviewed him on the sideline on the second game, he said, we're going to go up there and we're going to mercy him. And he said it very nonchalantly. And what did they do? Because I was walking through the I was walking through the airport and I hear Chris. I turn around. And I see half the team. I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing here? Oh, we're flying out tonight at the nine o'clock. I'm so, so am I <laughs> flew out with half the damn team. So no oh, wonder you guys wanted to get that mercy they, off. They, they definitely had a mission. So as you know, as we are, um, <laughs> Munchie is always good for TV. Yep. Like I really want to watch his piece on this um, documentary that uh, Mr. Deloach is uh, doing for uh, Clock in, Clocked In Productions. I really can't wait to see it, which is coming real soon. That makes two of us. <laughs> Anyhow, um, as we are coming towards the end of uh, episode number 54, again, uh, 58 days from the fall. 58 days to see the guys get back at it. All brawl. Get ready for the 10th anniversary season of this league. Now, again, as I've said more than once, the players, they're the heartbeat of this league. We don't do what we do without these players. Like I said, we have two guys in the league that double as commentary as players, of course, talking about our beloved Viking and, of course, Corey Hammond. They Double dip, for lack of a better term. They play, and they can be on the mic because they're passionate about what they do, as opposed to Chris is very passionate about what he does, being division manager, and, of course, being in the booth with us when Scotty is on the field playing. Needless to say, um, I always say we hope you enjoy watching as much as we enjoy bringing this to you because we really do enjoy this. And I know I've said it verbatim over and over and over again, but, I mean, if you can just see the joy that these players play with and you see the joy that when the all the panels here just the interaction the back and forth and you know the jokes and whatnot but at the end of the day it's because we really are passionate about this league and oh boy he is oh boy he is ready for Man. sunday he is ready for sunday uh, hold on <laughs> but <laughs> Quan, I hate you. <laughs> but really at the, do. But at the end of the day. Really, really um, hate you. <laughs> the stories <laughs> that these players tell, these stories that they leave on the field, and what they do, just goes to show you how much this game of football means to them and just how passionate they are about this game of football. And you even see it with Miss Danielle with our first interview, how passionate she is about wanting to help players reach their goal. As Chris said so many times, it's a fraternity. It's a brotherhood. But even if for those that have never played the game, that cover the game, you're a part of it because that's just what football is. Steve Young said it so many times. Football is the ultimate team game. And it really is. And it takes a team effort to put all this together. What you saw in Bullhead City, it was a team effort to put it together. What's going to happen in the fall? It's going to take a team effort to put it together. But when you sit back, when you sit back and you look at it and you understand that, yeah, we put in the effort, and now you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor. It's always a good thing. Definite. And shout out to everybody that helps put this thing together because, in reality, we can't do this by ourselves. No. And we, make, we try to make things run as smooth as possible. In between games, when you guys are up in the booth calling it, we try to make sure that everybody has everything they need. Um, you know, we, we keep a close eye on what's going on on the field at all times. Um, in case there's anybody that goes down with an injury and we always hate to see that, but we know that, you know, it's all going to be part of this game, the game that we love and the game that <clears throat> a lot of us will give up, um, gave up our youth for really. 
And, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. Did I play pro? No. Doesn't matter. I had a a snot load of fun playing in the flag league for almost 30, well, actually 25 years. And I wouldn't do anything different, man. I made a lot of friends and and enjoy seeing all these guys come together for A7 now. I wish A7 was around when I was playing, but nonetheless, you know, watching it and seeing these guys play today is just, you know, it's, it's good to be part of it. I wouldn't have it any other way. It really, really is. Um, I mean, just watching Matt Ryan promote the league and talking about, do you want to do this, do this, and just seeing old footage of it being played on grass and played on grass with baseball dirt, it, it brings you back to your childhood because, you know, for a lot of us, when you saw football intertwined with the infielder, that means two things. One, football season's coming. Yep. And two, it was time to go back to school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was never a big which, thing for which, me. Which, which we all <laughs> dreaded. But it's just to see where it was when it first started, and now it's coming up on its 10th anniversary, just goes to show you the blood, sweat, and tears that everyone before put in to put it where it is now. And now you have Indianapolis coming into the fold next season. We're growing, man. And, you know, the thing about it is as we start to pop these teams and as more teams come into the league and we start to see more and more uh, players coming in and understanding this game and having fun with this game, you know, like you said, the one big thing that we've got over some of the others is the fact that we don't play with helmets. You get to see these guys face every single play. You get to see their personalities. You get to see who they are. Exactly. And you get to see... Whether it's the you know the pain from the agony of defeat or the joy from winning the game, and I mean we saw that firsthand with all the insomniacs uh, down in Bullhead, and that was an incredible sight, just incredible. I mean it is one of those things that you wish the cameras were still rolling afterwards to capture all of that. And I know there's there's video of it. I know that there's stuff out there, and I know that there'll be stuff that's played, but um, to be there in that moment was extra special and i'm glad to be part of that yeah i mean just 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 to watch them in a sense act like kids i mean you just heard munchie say like i've gotten the championship game and fell short and then to have that moment then to have that moment with your brother like i said that that photo is one of the best photos that i'll take away from that weekend along with other things just the pure joy the pure joy the pure jubilation just i mean you see Scotty instantly go from being a sideline reporter to <laughs> being a fan. Yes. And and joining in the dog pound in the celebration. That And I, what about the photo with Derek and his wife, yes, Jen? Yes. That's an incredible photo too and that's one that'll stick with me for a very long Absolutely. time because those are two people that I care very very much about. And to see the joy of that is incredible. So, you know, Everybody who's listening, everybody who's part of the A7FL, you know, we've got another season coming up. It's going to be a great fall brawl, and it'll lead directly into our next season, which will start in March. But all I can say is if you are wondering what this game is about and you happen across this um, podcast and you're wondering what it's like, man, give it two minutes. Give it two minutes. You'll it, It'll be one of those things that you just can't stop watching. Well, like Mike Tomlin said when he was being interviewed with him and Big Ben Roethlisberger, give it five minutes. Yeah. I mean, now you have the Honey Badger talking about it. You got Cam Chancellor talking about it. You got other players that played that have played in the NFL now talking about it. It's getting noticed. I mean, you've seen it 
on the Sports Center highlight you've seen on Sports Center top ten. Don't be surprised if it if it becomes a constant thing. Just you know, don't be surprised if you want to see why it's trending. You want to see why people are watching International on the Zone. If you want to know why people are watching it on caffeine, it's it it's addicting. Like I said, just you can watch the second half alone of the championship game and you can understand why this game but watch a whole thing but uh, yes watch the whole thing <laughs> watch the whole thing but i mean the second half just it it reels you in like it wrong in reeled in miss danielle well, you heard her said it tonight she's in for life you've heard chris say it many times on this show he's here for life yeah so with that said um thank you to pierce for of course uh subbing in for nick blaze who was Pierre. on assignment <laughs> <laughs> to our other colleagues that are on assignment, Casey Cox, the Viking, and Derek Duncan, we uh, miss you guys, and hopefully we will all reunite real soon. Um, for Quan and his love for pineapple pizza, our special thanks to him as always. Um, Man. <laughs> love you, Quan, but good God. No more. He no. is. Oh, he, damn it. <laughs> you not. No. No, is, get that he, off my head. He's ready for hell. <laughs> okay, that, that's even better. <laughs> Can you at least make it a pocket logo? <laughs> the mic's in the way. Oh, well, here, let me just adjust the microphone. <laughs> I can't get out of it. I got to go sit in the seat next to for me. For Chris Vera, <sighs> who is uh, ready for Sunday and has a stain on his shirt. Yeah, I, I got some. I got some <clears throat> on my shirt right here. I'm double. It's a little. Anthony. It's a little. <clears throat> I'm double Anthony over his live from Shadowloo saying thank you for watching. Episode number 54. And we'll see you on the other side of the ball. You guys take care of yourself. Have a good night. night.